The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Ritual. You guys know I'm a human guinea pig and I'm still here taking Ritual and loving it, okay? It's filled with iron, vitamin E, magnesium, folate, and omega-3. Kind of everything. It's made in the USA without synthetic fillers. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis, so Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com slash skinny today to choose clean ingredients backed by science. Sign up now at ritual.com slash skinny. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostic are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. I need your help. I will come to you. I hate when they go, can we help you? And they come back four times. It's just like, that's so salesman The key to selling is to not sell, is to make them feel like you are not trying to push it on them. And the key to selling is when they say, I really like this house. And if you don't like it, say, this is what's wrong with the house. No, no, no. It's kind of psychology. Are we going yet, Taylor? Yeah. Oh, we're going. Oh, shit. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. It's not quite Christmas. It's uh, Christmas Eve, but uh, welcome back. Sorry I had to hear that singing voice. I didn't realize we were, we were rolling. You know, I am nine months pregnant and sober on Christmas Eve. So think about me when you're downing your champagne talking to uh, Aunt Susan. Just dream of me. I dream about you every night. You do? I don't know about right now, though. Guys, welcome back to the show. Welcome back. We're closing out the year. We're at the home stretch. So there's a lot There's a lot going on in this episode. There's a lot going on towards the end of this year, but it is with Josh Flagg. Many of you guys may know him from Million Dollar Listing. He's on that show. Him and his husband, Bobby Boyd, came on the show. And then we were, you know, just surprised by our friend, Nikki Haskell, who's been on this episode or on this podcast before. So we had like a little bit of like a five-way conversation. It went in a lot of different areas, but... Um, you know, we, kind of, we, we try to rein it in here and there, but it gets it gets all over there. We had a five-way, and if you haven't li- listened to Nikki Haskell's podcast, you have to. She is this woman that my dad introduced us to, and she's so fab. She's like a socialite who's a writer, who has friends in all different kinds of places. She is moving and grooving and looks insane for her age. Episode number 204, if you guys want to check it out. We did that one back in, I think, July or so. And just to give context, Nikki is really good friends with Josh and Bobby. So to sit down and have a fivesome with them was really fun. Lauren, how, how are you doing here? I noticed as we get further along in the in the pregnancy, the complaints get even stronger. And so, you know, guys, it's if for anybody that's out there wondering how I'm doing, I'm, I'm okay. I'm all right. He's if okay. I, I, if I if I if you're worried about me, if you've been thinking about me because of the struggle I'm going through over this nine months pregnancy, I appreciate it. I'm here. He asked me to itch his back every single night. He asked me to rub him every single night, and then I ask him to rub me, and he rubs me for two seconds. I give a good rub. I, I like you know, but I I just I I go real quick and real hard, real fast. I know. <laughs> it's kind of that's kind of how the baby. It's kind of I didn't mean to go that way. That's kind of how the baby was made. So with that, I hope you guys are having so much fun at your Christmas parties or holiday parties. Um, we just want to say happy holidays to everyone who's listened for the last year. We're so excited for 2020, and we're just going to get right into this episode. Like I said, it's a fun, light conversation, and if you have kids in the car, maybe listen another time. With that, Josh Flagg, Bobby Boyd, and Nikki Haskell. Let's welcome them to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. 
All right, you guys. So we have a packed studio. Let's go around the table and introduce ourselves to the audience for those of you who don't know you guys, although... I'm sure most of the audience knows you. We'll start with Bobby. Oh, I thought ladies first. Ladies first. Oh, oh. thank you. That's, that's so why I'm saying that with you. <laughs> I'm oh, Nikki dear. Haskell, and I'm a friend of Skinny Confidential. <laughs> and I was also on the podcast, which was fabulous fun. Thousands of people came in and watched it. That's why I came back again. I need more followers. Big Nick BH. <laughs> Big Nick BH. That's also her <laughs> license plate if you ever see her driving around. All right, Bobby. I'm Bobby Boyd, and I'm married to the crazy Josh Flagg. Okay. And what else? I'm not going to give my resume. I don't want to embarrass you. No, give us your resume. We need your resume. We need a little background story. Yeah. Like what? Like what you Boring do. Where did you grow up? What's your hobby? <laughs> yeah. We try to go deep here. We, want to, we need to know everything. By the yeah. end of this show, we're going to know a lot. I thought yeah. it was just blowjobs and anal lube, but... <laughs> All right. Well, stick been- around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up in Pacifica, California. I moved to LA 15 years ago, and I've been in real estate ever since. I got into real estate by investing my modeling money. That's why Josh fell in love with me. You do have a great jawline. Oh, thanks. He was a big I'll model. take it. Yeah. A photograph for Calvin Klein. Divine. Oh, big model. Big. Now I'm plus size. Yeah, right. So, I tell him to keep modeling. He won't do it. I don't know why. No, you should. there's no money in it for men anymore. Well, the money. At all. It's just fun to say that you still model. Does it look at Tracy's ex-husband? He modeled till he was in his forties. Well, Judy. he has that look. I don't. You you would get good Instagrams though for your feed. So it yeah, would then be- I can make some serious money. I was like, I want the. That's How the do only make indi- serious money. It's yeah, the, 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 it's the only industry really here. where we women don't say that. <laughs> women dominate it. I mean, women make like if a guy's day rate. My day rate was maybe like four grand, five grand, depending on who it was. But a woman could make 20, 30 grand for a day. It's just, I mean, good for them. The only chance that women have is to be a model. They get more money doing that than anything else. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to say that. I don't know about today's climate. Nowadays, they're saying, you know, there's equality going on and all that good stuff. Equality means you don't get paid. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us us how you really feel, Nikki. (laughs) But they dominate it there. And so now you guys work together or separate? We met a long time ago, but when we started dating, I had my own real estate company with my best friend for like over a decade. And we decided along the way it would be beneficial to work together, like keep it all in the family. That's had its trials and tribulations. I can't wait to get into that. I'm an open book, but this one over here, she might be cutting I down the mic. Us, will you say? Josh, we're going cra- <laughs> to crack you open. Yeah. Let's, get, let's, let's get a little background here. So I grew up here in Los Angeles. I went to Brentwood School. It's a private school in L.A., I was kicked out in 11th grade, so I attended Beverly Hills High School. So did I. What did you do? What'd you do to get kicked out? Okay. Well, first of all, I knew that I wasn't going to college because real estate was my passion. So I was basically getting D's because I could care less. Like, what's the point of getting good grades if you're, unless you're going to college? You just want to graduate. Unfortunately, in 11th grade, that didn't work out. So they said bye bye. And well, also I cheated on my like final exam, which is a good story too. <laughs> I um, got caught like with the uh, like my notes, whatever. And you know how like there's also open book, like you know you can t- you can bring your notes, whatever. So I was like, I thought this was an open book exam or whatever. And the woman who came in was like, No, it's not. I I just played it. I was like, I didn't know. Here, just whatever. It's it's. I'm sorry, I didn't know. And she walked away. And then like I had to dispose of the notes because then she was going to be like, I wanted to be like, she's crazy. This woman doesn't know. She works in the theater department. She doesn't know what she's talking about. And so then I like didn't have a place to dispose of it because if I put it in the trash can then they would find it so i shoved it up my ass crack and i walked out no, of the library yeah oh my 
And so you, wait, hold on. You shoved it up your ass crack, your hole or your crack? Well, no, I tried the hole, but it couldn't fit. It was actually it was a little sharp, like the edges. Okay. Like your so don't want to get paper cut. Like smuggling. Don't want to get a paper cut. So yeah, I didn't want to get paper cut in there. So, so the next time I get caught cheating, I should shove it up my ass. Well, yeah, if you're still taking exams. Okay. Yeah, right. shove it up your ass. I mean, no one's gonna like with me too and all this stuff today. Like no one's checking in there. <laughs> You could just be like, yeah, go ahead. Check my ass crack. Were they, were they checking back then? Uh, no. No. But it, can you imagine? You'd be like, yeah, he touched my ass crack. Good luck. So I bet you you did you get with the cheating notes? So then I had hot? to go in front of the dean and a whole group, and I knew I was fucked at that point. Are you allowed to swear on this? Yeah. Okay, so I was You had a dean? Of course. It was a very prestigious We had principals. No, we had a dean of, you know, we met before the committee, and they were like, okay, you're out of here. And I was thinking to myself, geez, couldn't you have done this like four years? I had to get to 11th. Like, literally, I can't go to the alumni parties now. Literally, I'm sitting one day. This is the best thing. I'm sitting having dinner at Brentwood Country Club, you know, with my family. We're having dinner, and in walks, like, they're also having an alumni party there. So all of them have to pass by me at dinner to go to their party. In the other room, I'm like, hi. Not a part of you guys, but nice seeing you. And they're all like looking at me like you loser anyway so then i went to beverly which was really interesting because they were teaching me stuff in seventh that in 11th grade there that i was learning in like seventh and eighth grade at brentwood which really just shows you the difference between the public and private school i didn't even know you could get kicked out of private school i thought you were just in no what do you mean i thought you can't really get kicked out of public school i guess that's that's not true you could get transferred yeah you get transferred my brothers did well they were bad kids. You yeah. know a thing or two about that. Yeah, you get expelled, you get transferred, you get suspended. They 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 do they do a good job. I used to see it every morning. It was called EMD, early morning detention. They used to sit there, and I was sitting with this enormously large woman that was the size of a small country, and literally, good for her. she was no nothing to do with that. But she was mean and evil, and she would literally just she was a witch. It's always there every morning, seven a.m. So Oof. so how do you go from this to real estate? What's the middle part? Well, that was easy. I always loved houses. I loved architecture when I was a kid. You know, most kids were into sports and like pizza parties and all that dumb shit. And I was like <laughs> into redecorating my parents and, and living room and stuff like that and looking at big houses in Beverly Hills and going to open houses. So that was kind of set. You knew you were going to be in real estate. Well, actually, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to be a theatrical agent. Fred Savage, who was a really good friend of my sister, always said, you should be an agent. And I never forgot that. And then my uncle, who used to work at William Morris one day, was like, you don't even read Variety. You don't even know who's current. All you know about is Lauren Bacall. Like, you're not relevant. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I don't really give a shit about this. So oh, my then God. I started, you like old Hollywood? I love old Hollywood. But that's not relevant today. It doesn't translate. I love By the way, old where Hollywood. Did go? I don't know. She just kind of, she just kind of <laughs> left the middle of the interview. <laughs> it's always relevant. I'm not going to say oh, I saw on her quality who she was on the phone with. But let's just say it was like a really major person, which I can't repeat. But it was like really big. <laughs> Not, Ivanka Trump. R- rhyme was it to me. Rhyme it to me. It was not Trump, but it was somebody almost as big. Anyway, so but she's not gone. bad like Trump. Joan like, Collins. No, I would have. I would have literally left also to talk. Her, to her friends are like her list is major. When Joan she Collins came. is like. Let's figure out what the fuck she's doing and get the fuck out of here. I know. Right. <laughs> Who needs this bitch? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that's how I got into real estate, and yeah. And so, how did you two meet? At a glory hole. Oh God! Is that true? No. no. Oh, I wish Maybe. I kind of wish it was. I've never we've never heard a glory hole story on this. I know, on this right? Show. Where did you guys really meet? Like the real true story. The true story is we met uh, forever ago. Now I'm 35. I was 20, so 14 years ago. Okay. It was at the Abbey, and you weren't famous yet. I don't even know if you're famous now. But oh, what's going on with my headphones? <laughs> yeah, keep them um, humble. You're famous, humble. but I'm not relevant. There we go. Uh, well, you know, listen. Oh, welcome back, Nikki. She's like it's like living with Mariah Carey. <laughs> Only um, person probably that ever just left the middle Nikki, of an interview Nikki, to take you, a phone Did you just do a walk-off on me? You just did a walk-off. She was like, fuck this. It's not about me. I'm out. No, 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 no. I had to take this I call. saw who called. That was really funny. Matt Rich. Who oh. works with the president. <laughs> okay. I told you it was somebody high up. Secret uh, service. We'll let it, we'll let it pass. We'll let it was it the secret service? Yeah. No. Secret service. Because I'm going to the uh, 
fundraiser today for President Trump. Really? Yes. Okay. That's what right. does that entail? I'll let you know what to get there. <laughs> Starts at uh, three o'clock and say they said it's over at nine. Okay. All right. Well, we were discussing glory holes before you walked oh, out. Oh, I'm so glad I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> You've been to one of those before, haven't you? <laughs> Moving right along. She's uh-huh. like, those days are over. Okay, this- so go ahead. So you're at the Abbey. So yeah, it's like, you know, a, a typical Sunday, fun day, whatever. I have not met him yet. So I was there with the, my, my friends. He was there with his and... He was wearing silk pajamas at the Abbey. That's I'm not fucking even, bullshit. I'm not even joking. No, that there is was a silk, lie. Silk I was pants probably wear, okay, and your little might... girly slippers. I can say this now because he makes fun of my fashion. Silk pajamas. I'm going to get all this hate mail. You're so mean to your husband. Yeah. It's just called marriage, bitch. So we had mutual friends in common. So whatever. So he comes up. We start talking. Then he's hitting on me. And I'm like, don't you have a boyfriend? And his boyfriend was there at the time. And the long story short is that he gave me his number. He goes, we would like to have a three-way with him. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, absolutely fucking not. Wait, hold I don't on, hold so. on, hold on. Uh, let me ask you this. Does, do you ask for the three-way via text? He didn't ask for it. I asked for yeah, it. Yeah, but did you ask via text? No. Basically, well, come remember. over tonight and let's have some fun. Give me his number. And I think we might have exchanged a text or two. And are I, you into the three-way? Absolutely not. Okay. Because he wasn't my cup of tea at the time. Not that I was looking great. I mean, I was painted orange and had spiky hair and wearing a deep V. It was horrible look. Everyone was at that time. But <laughs> but I was just, he looked, now I appreciate this about him, but he was he looked, you know, like an older man. And I was like, this is not my vibe. But I was intrigued because he was so like charming and funny. And I'm like, I'd like to be his friend though. And then we just kind of. But then we didn't talk a lot after that. No, we didn't. And then it was like years had passed. And then we'd see each other out like in real estate or functions. And I'd always say, hi, handsome, how are you? I was always intrigued with he him would, then. So we'd flirt, and then I would always ask him the same thing. Do you still I, have a boyfriend? I, I would imagine that with men, it's different with a three-way. Like, it's just, like, more casual. Like it's a lot I, of dick. Yeah, I, I just would imagine it's like, hey, you want to have a, th- <laughs> a three-way? Like, good game. Like, like very, like, easy. Well, work. dudes are all horny, so it's, like, it's yeah. different. That's why they're all sluts. With, I mean, like, if, a girl, like, there's, like, a way to, like, Listen, it's ask. not going to work the same if I was in a bar with Lauren and I would just walked up and said, well, hey. Right. Nikki, were there, were there a lot of three-ways going on at Studio 54 or what? You know, oh, I, sure. I'm sure more than three. I'm sure there were, but for some reason, I never was in a three-way. No orgies. No you never orgy. had a three-way? No. Isn't that boring? So boring. Boring. boring I thought of all I, people, you would have done something no, like that. No, I'm just so pedestrian. <laughs> Proletariat. <laughs> pedestrian. Terrible. You okay, know? so I mean, I had a lot of fun at Studio Fifty. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a little coupling up with Ricky Martin and his husband. I don't mind. Essentially, somebody sent me a picture of Brad Pitt the other day. Yesterday, you and they were like, "Oh my it was god, Katie he's and I." I it's was, a new GQ. I wasn't. Like, yeah, I've never been. I, I looked at that today. He's, he's having to come I, back. I like him a lot. I think he's yeah. really handsome. Yeah, he's I've looking good. He was so You're the only oh, one that I throw really don't. Out of obsessed. bed and Ricky I really Martin. Don't think he's, he's looking good. He's looking good. Have you seen Ricky lately? Oh, Ricky Jesus. looks good too. I was. Where, where was I with Ricky lately? Probably so. Eugenio or somebody. He was just on the cover of uh, Beverly Hills magazine. He looked real good, and now he lives in town. He's lived in town for a long time. So how long have you guys been dating? Married. Married. married married over two years together four so still new but feels like a long time. and who asked who asked two to get married <laughs> me duh you asked him yeah and you knew he was like the love of your life yeah i asked him to marry me within six months and huh? i started planning it in three months and actually i think on the f- within the first month i wrote my vows well he didn't know that obviously i did not oh. i would have run for the hills it's like a true love story yeah it was, well yeah hold up quick break let's talk about thrive market if you are a listener of the Skinny Confidential, him and her show, and you have not checked out Thrive Market, you're missing out. And you've been living under a rock. Guys, everyone needs to go to thrivemarket.com slash skinny 
and stock everything because I just added so many fun things to my list. I added things that I've been ordering for the last couple months. And here's a fun idea. The New Year's coming. If you want to send someone a New Year's basket, um, you can create and curate your own basket with a bunch of my recommendations or just stock the site. They have organic wine. They have champagne. They have all these fun things that you can put in a basket. So what I would do is I would get the dates, the raw almond butter, maybe smart sweets, a nice bottle of organic wine and make your own basket. It shows so much personalization and the person that's receiving the gift will be like smiling ear to ear. For the three of you that are not familiar with Thrive Market, Thrive Market is an online membership platform on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Enjoy member-only prices of up to 25 to 50% below retail. Shop by specific diets, whether you're vegan, paleo, vegetarian, gluten-free, whatever. They have everything for you. And that's a really good idea too if you want to make someone a New Year basket and you want to zone in on what they are. So if they're gluten-free, you could use all gluten-free flours. Um, You could do gluten-free bagels whatever. If you're paleo, you could make a paleo basket. I just think it's so creative and such a cute way to ring in the new year. I personally love too that you can choose your membership term. For us, we went with the 12-month membership and we're obsessed because it comes down to $5 a month. But if you're not sure Thrive Market is the right fit for you, you can easily give it a try for a shorter period of time. So you can you can kind of design it on what works for your schedule. And listen, if you're worried, if you're one of those people that said, well, I don't know about a membership fee, understand you're going to get that fee back when you buy things on Thrive because you're getting everything 25 to 50% below retail. You can't get it anywhere else. So those membership fees end up paying for themselves. New year, new you. Go to thrivemarket.com slash skinny to find a membership that fits your lifestyle. That's thrivemarket.com slash skinny. And like I always say, make sure you get the dates, the raw almond butter and the smart sweets because you can't go wrong. So you guys live together now, obviously. You're in a rental right now waiting on your home that you're building together. Yes. I want to know how it is to work together and also build a home together. And be married. Nightmare and on be married. Elm Street. Stressful. It's yeah. very stressful. What's the real deal? Give us the real Nikki, deal. you think it's going to last? Oh, absolutely. Just stressful. See, the thing about Josh is he immediately, well, you did everything quick, but he moved in with me because he lived in a hotel. So when we started dating, he literally moved in. When he broke up with his boyfriend, he moved into my house right away and he lived with me for a year and a half. Never saw this side of him that we have now, which is like, (laughs) when you're talking about you guys, like how he has to have his way or your opinion, it's like, I have to make a compromise on a compromise on a compromise. It has to be his way and I never saw that. So that's why when I say it's like Nightmare on Elm Street, (laughs) it's we're not fighting over... Like, why I like this pink and you like that pink? It's like drastic changes. Like, he wants like Betty what? White furniture and what? I want Tom Ford. And so oh, we're trying to like... furniture? It's just, I mean, you, you go very vintage. By which, the way, I do need to... It's not which vintage, I, which I, I, which I like Haynes. some of. I have really good collections. I like stuff. a plethora of different things, but he likes one look. That's called eclectic. But I do actually need to know because they're going to put plaster or wood paneling in the guest room. So I kind of need to know right away. That's going to be plaster. Okay, good to know. Duh. So well, who, no, wallpaper or... You know, I need to know that. It's really important. Who makes the decisions, like, at the end of the day? He thinks I make all the decisions, but it's because he doesn't put his opinion. He'll be just... We don't want their listeners to tune out. Because let's not lie. Well, no, like, I'll be like, <laughs> let's go to dinner tonight. And he won't suggest the no, place, No, we're talking though. about major things. We're talking about, like, houses. 
Well, like, I, I, I don't like, want to live in the flats because I'm like, that's where families live. Where, you know, at the time, in your early 30s, that's not where you want to live if you're not planning on having kids, in my opinion. I like a view or something sleek and sexy until we have kids. And he's I, like, uh, I'm uh, with you. Do you want to move in together? Yes. You know what? Wh- why I think it'd be interesting to work together for real estate is you understand the history of the city, right? And you like know the places Which to look. Which is very important. Yeah, a lot of agents here, they're, no. you know, they, they want to show you something new built. Uh, that's well, not so appealing to me. That's what I always say when I go on a listing appointment, for instance, if I go on a listing employment in a house in Beverly Hills and they're interviewing four agents, which is very funny. This happened. I'll tell you a story this happened the other day. I always know I'm going to get it if it's an old house in Beverly Hills because truthfully, a lot of my competitors sell these modern white boxes with views in the hills. I don't understand that market. I can sell it. I've sold a ton of them, like but the I Mac- don't. Like the McMansion ones. Yeah, but that's yeah. not my feel. Like my, I get passionate with these. Like I just, you know, went into F. Scott Fitzgerald's old house the other day, or wow. it was uh, that's right. uh, Edward G. Robinson. This guy was blown away with the history. I said, look, you can hire any agent and you can hire an agent that tells you the top dollar because they want the listing, even though they don't think it's really worth it. But guess what? When I'm selling this house, I know the history. I grew up here and that comes out and translates to a buyer who walks through the front door. And they were like, you got the listing. So, And people like to buy history in Beverly Hills. They want to know that Cary Grant lived in the house. or Cary Grant lived in a lot of houses. He lived in, so did Tony Curtis. I mean, I've been in 100 houses. I had Tony the listing Curtis. on Tony. It says Owlwood. And no. then Cher bought it afterwards. Then Ghazi Aida. Cher bought another one that he had on, on the St. Cloud. Correct. Before that was Carrollwood. It was 141 South Carrollwood. But then it went to the arms dealer Ghazi Aida. Isn't that a great name, Michael? Say that I, a few I times. want history in depth. So, when we how do you, let's, let's go? Let's like let's unwind this a little bit. How do you? How do Here, you? Start? I'll tell you. You know what I do sometimes? I'll go like for auction. They'll auction me off. I know that's like a whoring myself, but I will take people <laughs> on tours of Beverly Hills. Like the other day, uh, we were at Barlow. It's a respiratory hospital, and I just came. I was a little. I had a couple too many drinks, and I just got on stage. It was by the way, I was just an invitee, and I said, "Here's what I'll do: start with five thousand dollars, and I will take you on a tour of Beverly Hills and take you through all the best, you know, houses." And I, my one of my best friends is Carrie Burlstein, and I don't know if you remember the name Burlstein Gray. It was like it still is like one of the biggest companies ever. So Carrie and I were there. I just said, "Carrie, I'm going to go up on stage, and I'm going to I'm going to auction myself off." It sold for ten thousand dollars. One hour of my time, I took people around. You know what? Whoever's watching this now, if somebody wants to donate ten thousand dollars to Cedars, I will take you around Beverly Hills on a tour and take you to the polo lounge for lunch. That's and, another thing I want to talk to you about. And you sleep with my husband. You're on, you're on the board of you're on the board of something something with Cedars, right? Yeah, how'd you know that? I, we, we, we research a little bit. I'm on the board of governors of Cedars. People don't believe this thing because I grew up here that like I was handed these things. I mean, sure, it helps to be like, yeah, like this person, like I can drop like, oh, this person knew my grandmother, blah, blah, blah. But the truth of the matter is I started door knocking, which by the way, you're not allowed to do in Beverly Hills. It's against the law. I started door knocking. So you can't knock on someone's door and say, is this house for sale? You can't knock on the door and be like, you know, like solicit and be like, hey, do you want to sell your house? Oh, you can't? How about, can I come for dinner? You can do that. Sure. (laughs) There's actually one agent that's really funny in Beverly Hills. I'm going to say his name, but any real estate agent in Beverly Hills listening to this would know what I was talking about. It literally will just crash parties and just like show up at people's houses. It's the weirdest thing ever. There's a lot of people like that. yeah, well, they didn't, they didn't tell me not to come. Anyway, <laughs> uh, where was I going with this? No, story? no, so we're just talking about how you started getting your clientele. I, started, I swear to God, I started knocking on doors. I'll never forget, one day I knocked, this was one of the first listings. You remember a guy named Dennis Woodruff? He used to drive around like Sunset Boulevard in this crazy beat up car with like, he wanted to make movies and it had like his advertising. It was like a legend. It was a Cadillac convertible. So it, was, it? it was green. Cr- something. It was like a beat up car and he would just hand out around. Movies. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And he answers the door. I go, you want a referral fee? He goes, yeah. I go, get me this listing because I knew they were selling whatever. And so that was one of the first, I don't know, I just knocked on, I was always aggressive. How big of a part of your life is the show? When you say how big, what do you mean? Like, is it taking up 
50% of your time? Is it 10% of your time? How much do you spend working on the show? It's a lot of time because keep in mind, like the Housewives or any of these other shows, they can film it in three months. You have to follow escrows. Escrows, like actual deals. So when you're filming 10 deals, like each deal is maybe an average month and a half. That's, you know, a good 10 months of filming. You know, we stopped filming literally like two weeks prior to the show airing and we actually film while the show is airing because say you're on episode one we could still be filming episode seven or eight because by the time it's 12 episodes that's three months so we don't technically have to be done before the whole show is finished and sent to the network and do you guys film together a lot yeah not so much this season but but the last few yeah i mean you guys are like so intertwined i need to i want to like really go into this you're so (laughs) intertwined yeah we're gonna have a different 2020 i think (laughs) I don't even know what that means. I yeah, stopped, what do you mean by that? Uh, well, I haven't filmed a lot with the show this year. I just feel like it's good to let him do it. I didn't want to do it to begin with, but he wanted it and it was part of his life and his parents kind of convinced me. I'm like, all right, if it's real, I'll shoot it and the show is real. So I just had other friends around reality TV where it wasn't. So that's the good thing about his show. That's probably why it's on for 12 seasons is that it's actual real lives and real deals and you know it's real so that's that's appealing but yeah doing that i was like oh we take a step back i mean building the house since we've met it's been non-stop it's been chaos i mean the first year was and this is like the the womp womp part but like my parents were sick and passing away so we had that and then i always had six deaths in the family since uh, we got together we're well, not gonna, well, sorry, it's not halloween that. yet well if you but, imagine can you add that and building a house <laughs> well it didn't start but i'm saying that was our first year and then it was engagement then it was planning a wedding getting a house together i had an affair with nikki which didn't go over so well. <laughs> I thought we were still having an affair. We are, but oh. he knows about it now, so it's not an affair. Oh. What is it? It's just, you know, we're, we're open. Affair. We're in an open relationship, only with you. <laughs> open table. Fine open by me. Tail. Less work for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just, it's never stopped. And then even like last year, we got this new building together. It was like 14 units, brand new construction by the old Medeo. That took up a lot of time. I was like the lead on that, which was fun. And so we wanted to film that. It's just been consistent. And then we closed on the house last year and started building that. And I'm like, you know, I think I need a little less Josh Flagg in my life and more like my hubby because always being there and supporting him and filming and doing all this stuff, you start to lose who you were, like who I was. Like I told him the other day, I was like, I miss being Bobby Boyd. I just miss who being me. Who's stopping you? I don't understand. You always say that. Who's stopping you? No, I really don't get it. Well, who's stopping you? Do you think I like have a you. lock on the door or a chain you. and pull? Like, don't go out with your friends. Go do whatever you want. I relate to this though because he doesn't M- Michael and I, I don't are in get business it. I really together. Wish I did. No, sometimes I just want to be like his girlfriend or wife. Like he woke up this morning and he wants to talk about our will. Well, <laughs> you know what? We're person. very similar. Listen, it's, it's, I have a full thing literally set up, like literally down to the T. Like everyone is good. Like yeah. I really am okay, concerned about that sorry, stuff. My housekeeper in is in the will. Everything is set. I don't, at seven in the morning, I don't want to talk about my will. I want like a pat on Agreed. the ass. Well, when do you want to talk yeah. about it? You get home, you're tired. See, you really want to talk about death? I want to watch. Good morning, America. No, I coffee. want him to schedule it. I like in my to calendar. get the hard shit out of the way first, so I can just enjoy the rest of my day. Do no. you know what I mean? No, I open my eyes and he goes. He starts asking me like questions about money and work, and I'm like, "You gotta, you gotta put well, this." Well, when on my should calendar. he talk about it? He with can you. put it on my calendar for an hour meeting. We'll oh, maybe we'll go tomorrow's. He can talk about it then. But I, when I wake up in the morning, I want to kiss a pat on the ass. I want to be told how hot I am. I want that. Too. Maybe get me a cup of coffee. I'd love Ooh. some unsweetened. I like that too. Where do I yeah. sign up? <laughs> yeah, where do I sign up? Now I'll we're just talking. Take the pat on the ass. <laughs> Over here, I'll catch you on the ass. <laughs> Get the coffee. How did you guys meet Nikki? Honestly, I think we just literally met through going to the Beverly Hills Hotel. Or did we meet through? Do we we no, have mutual we actually, friends? We actually became frenemies. 
We went out of oh, Angel. Shit, it's going down. We we became friends when we went to that Project Angel. Oh, that's Angel right. Food, so Bobby got me into this thing called Project Angel, which food. I've been involved with for years. There you go. So we were there together. It was a charity event. That was actually good. We Bobby and I raised thirty five thousand dollars that night by auctioning off uh, to sleep with Bobby. Oh my God. No, actually, just to come to our house for dinner. So we ended up being uh, two <laughs> nights with one hundred and eighty people. By the way, the house is not even finished yet. So come April, we're fucked. <laughs> If it's not done, it will be done. But in any event, you didn't, yeah, have, so. the, you didn't have the party up at the house you're at now. No, it's a different setup. This is we have a big backyard. But anyway, so yeah, I can so, get 150 people in that house easily. We had, we had it the other night, night. but yeah. that was not for a sit-down dinner. Oh, for a sit-down dinner. Even if we co- covered the pool, it wouldn't work. But any <laughs> event, so uh, he used the house next door. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he owns. That's the water vitamin water guy. I don't know if he doesn't need our to rent the house. He's good. Just take it over. There's nobody there. Just That's have true. The they didn't tell. Yeah. You know, you can actually, if you squat on a property for five years and pay the property taxes, you can claim it yours. Do you know that? I had a girlfriend that that happened to. So I thought you said she did that. You could just show up. You could just take a room and just say the house is abandoned. You literally just squat there for five years and can prove you're there and you paid the taxes every year on it. You're good to go. So instead of asking me about my will every morning, go squat and do something productive. Taylor, so you <laughs> he probably does squat in the morning. He's on the toilet. Oh, yeah. man. Okay, so we're, listen, we're, this is a good therapy session. We're getting a lot out here for yeah. both of us, for everybody. I yeah. have three shrinks, by the way, literally. No, I have you one don't. for ruminating. I do a lot of ruminating. Okay. I have one for, you know, the pill pusher. Okay. And then I have one that, you know, regular shrink and does both Bobby and I. Do you go there often? Yeah, you, our little like, bills for shrinks every month are like 30 grand. Shut kidding? the fuck up. Oh, sure, 30 grand a month, Maybe Josh. not 30, but I would 30 say- 30 grand a month? No, I'd say a good like it's a, it's a five grand. or six. No, Who the fuck spends five or six thousand dollars on therapy a month? That's a lot of money. Why do you have to go to therapy? You look very together to me. He's high. It's a facade. <laughs> Please. Well, we don't know what he would look like without the therapist. We don't know what You're I would right. look like without yeah, was... medication. Really? My friend Carrie the other day, she's like, did you take your full dose today or half, dear? <laughs> what <laughs> happens? You what just do you go take? off the rails? I'll just totally get in my own mind and I'll start thinking about things obsessively over and over again. So like You're OCD. Obsessive compulsive? Oh my God, you have no idea. No, I'm not. No, I'm very OCD. Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> He's like, don't say that. So out of the two, you're more OCD than he is. Before we get into that, let's talk about one of my favorite things, specifically ritual prenatal. Now, this is a question that I've been asked on Instagram. What prenatal are you on? Obviously, I don't want to give blanket advice, but I'm just here sharing what's worked for me and sharing my journey. And as you guys know, I have been taking ritual vitamin, the essential for women for the last year and a half. I got pregnant and then I switched over to the prenatal. I didn't find out I was pregnant for seven weeks, so I switched over at about seven weeks, and I'm obsessed with it. Basically, you get all the essential nutrients, so from DHA to folate, you get it all, and these are really important. My doctor actually specifically told me I needed DHA and folate, so to just have it in one vitamin is very efficient. If you're like me, you're doing your research on the vitamins that you're taking every day, and this one has no shady additives, no nasty-ass ingredients, and it just really hits all the points. It's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free, plus the prenatal tastes like lemon, which is one of my favorite things in the world. And what I like to do when I've done this ever since I've been pregnant is I have to do in the morning two raw almond butter spoonfuls, and then I wash my ritual down with some mint tea or some lemon 
lemon water. It's delicious. Anyway, as you can see, I'm obsessed. It's delivered straight to my door. Super efficient. BetterHelp doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering all TSC him and her listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women or the prenatal. This is a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. All you guys have to do is visit ritual.com slash skinny to start your ritual today. That's 10% off your first three months at ritual.com slash skinny. All right, let's get back into the show. He is for sure. Who's more? No, I'm upset. Like, I don't have to wash my hands or push buttons over and over again. He's really dirty. He doesn't clean anything. Yeah, I'm like totally like, I don't care about that stuff. It's more about his like, uh, he obsesses over his like image or about something that didn't happen right. You have perfectionists. You'll outgrow that. You'll outgrow that. Well, it's been 34 years of it. When is it going to stop? a long time. Well, the first two years, I used to talk him down and be like, you're young, you're good looking, you're successful, you're on a TV show. He'd be like, that doesn't fucking matter. I'm like, you could be working at Starbucks. Like, what else? What are you talking about? Like, you have everything going for you. And he's like, I hate my life. It's overachiever syndrome. I don't know. In any event, what were we talking about? Do you you get depressed? All the time. What? Like, Do you really? Oh, yeah. I never get depressed. Really? Never. What's 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 the key to that? I don't know. I think I was just born that way. Overdressing. Yeah. What's the root cause there? I th- like, you know what it is just, with Nikki? I, I think she's gets busy. That's why I think you're see, never depressed. I know how to deal with life. I can compartmentalize things. Like if something really horrible Agreed. is happening, I can just take it over, put it over there and no, just get on with my life. I'm I can do that too. I'm very I do not do drive that. myself crazy. I do not punish myself. I don't do any of that. If I make a mistake, I made a mistake. I compartmentalize too. I try to teach my husband this all you the time. You have to do that. I get depressed. I think it's, it might be a woman thing. It's not as easy as said it. I think like it is a skill that you develop being able to compartmentalize I mean, I'm not things. thrilled all the time. Sure. Don't get me wrong, but I can deal with whatever it is. And if, uh, if things are so terrible, my whole body just shuts down. I lay down in the bed and I fall asleep. I mean, like it just happens automatically. Boy, I envy and when you. I wake up, I'm fine. I'm the same way as you. What's your birth sign? Oh, Gemini. Me too. I'm a Taurus. So we're right close up there. I never know yeah. what I'm what I'm getting over here. Good. You never know what day there's, there's two of us. Yeah. There's I literally live with two people. Well, it's okay. <laughs> I, I wake up, I'm like, I wonder which one's coming out today. Who's coming out today? <laughs> Do you guys have any tips for working together, living together, doing everything separate together? Separate offices and separate bathrooms. I think separate bathrooms too. Separate bathrooms are the key to happiness. Yes. I don't know why, but what is that like? Why? Because like, let him go have his masturbation shack in the other room, and I just want oh, my I do that cute. In the bed. Pink... Who does that in the shower? Oh, uh, please well, don't do it in the bed. To... I have new sheets, Michael. There's certain <laughs> you got to have some private space, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know about man caves, but. Michael has his man cave. There's like cocoa butter in there. Whatever I don't use cocoa. Do. I just, I just, we just got you guys some wood. I don't use cocoa butter. Yeah, whatever you use. He's like, I use the shampoo. It's fine. I want to close him off stings. in his shack, like, or not his shack, his man his shack. It's called a bathroom. <laughs> this is going all over the place. So wait, okay. So what, what do you get depressed about? Like, not a single thing. It's just I mean, every, some days you have it, some days you don't. I'm not like, I'm not like an Alexander McQueen. I'm not going to kill myself. Oh. I'm just saying. Well, no, I'm just saying like a lot of people that are successful. Just, you're just. I'm not always depressed. I just, you, know, you go in, you go out. Just Low. Yeah, I'm not manic. I'm, just, I'm not sitting at home like with a knife, you know. You I have, have a, I have a question, extreme. and I have a, this question for everyone at the table, and I, I get really obsessed with this question. What's your morning routine? Masturbation. Really? Every morning? Pretty much. He sleeps in late. I don't. I get up at six. Me too. I get up at six. I don't understand people. Who get, I cannot get up. At okay, Nikki. So hard what's your What's your morning routine? Walk okay. us through it. So I wake up quite early. Okay. First thing I do when I get out of bed is I make my bed. If my maid's not there. And I take a bath 
and that's it. I don't drink coffee, I don't eat anything, and I'm ready for the day. The minute I get up, that's how good I'm going to be the whole day. But Josh, yeah. what's your morning routine? I mean, I sit in the shower for a good 30 minutes. There's a seat in there, and I have a notepad. It's a waterproof notepad. What time do you wake up, Josh? Shut up. Yeah. Where'd well, you it get really that? depends. But if I don't have an, appo- uh, an appointment until 10, I'm going to wake up at 9.30. If I have an appointment at 8 or 9, I wake up at 8. Yesterday, I went to the Glen Center. I had a 9 a.m. appointment. So I woke up at I don't know, 7.45, 8. It just depends on the day. So you're in the shower with your notepad. That's yeah, waterproof. it's full. And by the way, I put one in your shower. You haven't even looked at it yet. And I wrote a nice little love message in there. You're in the shower. You're taking notes. Then what? And then my rumination uh, doctor, whatever, said, start meditating. So I'll sit there for a minute, whatever. When you meditate, what do you do? You're not supposed to do anything. You're supposed to just sit there and not think. I say can't. It's do that. really hard. I'll tell you yeah, that I can't, much. I, I even think it's when I sleep. So hard. So it's hard because up. the human mind can only not think it's, for about three especially seconds. Especially if I have ADD, it's like literally nonstop. My mind is going all mm-hmm. the time. But you're trying. I yeah. Well, whatever. My mind goes nonstop. Then I, yeah. Then I get in the car. Uh, you know, uh, go to the office or whatever. You know, I do for the day. He has two offices. His office in the Beverly Hills Hotel, which is true. <laughs> I actually. Ha- have Where a phone, in the Beverly a phone Hills Hotel? Line in the hotel. What do you like? Do you go to the polo lounge? What do you do? Polo lounge. And you just sit with your computer. I'm there three times a day. Okay, but here's my thing. Say you're working on your, you're really like, you're doing, you're ruminating, you're working, you're doing your thing. Do people come up to you? Yeah, all the time. But keep in mind though, like, that's really good for business. Like, yeah. I'm not there, like, look, let's say we're on vacation or whatever. I'm not there for business. But think about it. If you're in a really nice hotel and people know who you are and you're lounging there in the sun and they come up to you and say, I want to buy a $10 million house. How cool is that? Very, very true. It's like- I like that tactic. We stay at the Four Seasons Maui every year, right? I figure over the last 10 years, we've probably spent three quarters of a million dollars there. Keep in mind, when you're there for three weeks, I mean, this is over 10 years. I would suppose that people that bother me there over the years and selling houses, I've probably made $2 million. So think about it. I basically had a free hotel ride and made $1.2 million. I love the long game. And what's your morning routine? <laughs> I wake up between like 6 and 6.30. I take my dog out to go for a walk, make coffee, put on Good Morning America, look at all my emails, see if there's anything that's important that I need to respond. I get anxiety if I'm going to forget something. If there's nothing important, then I just continue to watch it. Sometimes I'll watch like a show from Bravo the night before. What's your Bravo show? Almost all of them. I mean, I love- obsessed with Bravo. I mean- Housewives? Love all the housewives. What's your favorite? Well, Nene Leakes is my favorite. Yeah, she's but fab. I think OC is really boring. Although I like all the girls, I think it's just boring this season. We need a little spice. We need something. Yeah. Dallas is really good this year. Have you Dallas started it? Dallas is so good. I love Dallas. That Leanne, man, she's lovely. I, I, wanna, I told Michael oh. was asking about her the other day. I'm like, she's gold. Yeah, I want to be here for Halloween for sure. Actually, I'm having my costume made right now, but I'm, what just, is it? I'm gonna have a party. I'm gonna be Freddie Mercury. Ooh, oh, that's I love hot. that. But, that's good. But I'm having like the. Like the royal look that he had made. Where are you going? I don't, I've never dressed up for Halloween once. Did you have? You were, the, you were, what's his face? From oh, Chanel? I was Carl Lagerfeld one time. It was really weird. I looked like it was not. Did you, go, you did the white hair and everything? Yeah, it was I love not Halloween. a good Carl. It's my favorite religious Did you ever meet Carl Lagerfeld? I'll take you, of course. To, I'll take you with it. me then, Nikki. You, you guys don't coordinate your costumes together. That's Is Halloween a religious holiday? Home? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I was yeah. sitting at La Dolce Vita the other night, and I just know whenever I see somebody, I'd be like, guess who's across? I'd be like, oh, it's one of my best friends. Or I know him really well. I'm sitting at La Dolce Vita, and this man is speaking really loud, and he looks like a mafioso from New York. And I'm looking at him for a while. I'm like, this guy looks familiar. I don't even know who he is. But then he starts talking about he's in the White House. He's talking about Donald Trump. He goes, oh, yeah, the, look at this table. Dom, uh, Trump says to him, Thomas Jefferson wrote on this table. Now I'm writing about it. And he starts talking about politics. I'm like, okay, this is a big deal guy. He's like, I gave $25 million to this campaign, $25 million. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm looking at him. And finally, the waiter, 
you know, brings him like some cheese or something for his pasta. And he goes, what is that? So I'm thinking to myself, what? He can't see what's in front. I go, I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, it's Steve Wynn. Immaculate degeneration. Yeah, so then I Google, I go, oh, it's Steve Wynn. And then I call, and then I'm like, oh, he's with Robert Day. I go, guess who's here? And, and Nikki's like, oh, two of my best friends. I look at his I boat. I Robert Day's house. <laughs> well, look at that. And then she goes, oh yeah, I've been on his boat. What a boat yeah, that is. Oh, he's, I love Steve Wynn. I've known Steve Wynn since the early 70s. I would tell you he's a wow. very entertaining, he's like fabulous. really loud. Like the whole restaurant and was listening wife, to him. And his wife has been a friend of mine since she was a little girl. I was at her first Elaine wedding. or the new? No, no. His new wife, Andrea. When she got married in Santa Fe, she came in a white carriage oh my like God. a princess with a big, huge Very crown. Disneyland. fabulous. San Tropez. In San Tropez. You know about San Tropez. Yes. I can't believe that I missed you this year in San Tropez. We missed you. I missed you too. You we you were like it. the girl about town in San Tropez. Always. Like, what's your plan and schedule when you go there? It seems like you live a very full life See, when you're down I, there. I'm on the Clive Davis train wherever he goes i get up in the morning i'm always fully dressed no matter what <laughs> you know you could you say we're going here we're going there i'm always ready i go into the port every day come back to the house you go to what's it out. called to the what's that restaurant the red awning seneca seneca meet my friends at seneca i work out with the star cruncher by that time <laughs> I, do, oh my God. I paint i paint in the morning and then we go to lunch and then we come home and we change clothes and we go to dinner it's like that same thing every day and do, a lot of do you dance obviously. every night there Pardon me? Do you go out dancing every night? No, unfortunately. I would go out dancing every night, but I could never find anybody to go with me. Everybody's such a stick in the mud. But this year, I love because it. Clive launched a new song, a new Whitney Houston song. Oh, yeah, The Higher Love. Higher Love. So I took it to all the discotheques. It was great fun. You I know all the disc jockeys. And How'd you get the music? He had, to- a, he had a... a, a an Ox Jack. Oh, an Ox. Like thing. back in the day in New York, that's what they used to do. They used to give their CDs or I, tapes to like uh, the DJs. I launched one of them. I, I launched, you know, It's Raining Men on the Bridge of Studio 54. <laughs> you know, we, wow. had all, we had the Weather Girls. They were called Two Tons of Fun. <laughs> you know, and we had, uh, and I launched uh, Enough is Enough. Is that Donna Summer? How did you get the music to release it? At, like how, like they would were Donna friends. Summer just give you a copy no, of her disc? No, my friend Paul Jabara wrote it with, with Bruce Roberts. But don't you need that? Don't they like to launch things like on the radio? Like it's a bit like, it'd be like me releasing an episode of Million Dollar Listing before it's allowed to be on air. Like how can you do that? Well, see that way that it works. Disco was sort of dead at the time. So we launched it on the bridge of Studio 54. Then all the discos started playing it. And then it became popular. So it was a reverse psychology as opposed to breaking But weren't the these re- people already big? They wouldn't want that. It's not you the know, way- you think nothing is ever etched in stone. And every everything you launch is always a different MO. You know, you can't There were no the, rules back then. There yeah, were no like, rules yeah. now. Well you know, I mean it's hard to get well, things a, on the radio. There's a couple, but you know, it's very difficult, yeah. you know. <laughs> but it was so much fun in Santa Bay. Did you go to the Cobb when you were there? No, because I was pregnant. Well, you can go to so, the car when you're I would pregnant. definitely skip St. Joe if I was pregnant. Let me tell you. What are you going to do? Torture, she was fucking torture is going to the south of France and not being able to have wine at lunch. Really? Yeah, that's oh. great because I'm wasted all day long. It the, was the hard. The plan was we were going to go there and try while there and have fun. But then like I jumped the gun here. had a couple too many margaritas at El Coyote and then... Boom, see yeah, in the gut. Great. So, Thanks for that, Michael. I, so I was just having a bottle so, of wine so by myself. So now we have to have baby parties. Mm, I think the that baby's just so going to come with us. We're not going to have baby parties. I don't think I'm going to be like that. The How baby's excited gonna... are you? To, are you going to just drink the minute it pops out? I want champagne in the delivery room. <laughs> no, I'm Smart. saying that. I guess technically you could have a glass of rosé before the pregnancy. What, is it gonna, the kid's going to come out fucked up? Like it's the last, Actually, like, doctors say you can right have like a glass of red wine a week or something after your first trimester. Here's my thing, though, with it. 
I like I know like Europeans drink and everything, but this is how it feels. This is how I explained it. Imagine, do you have a dog? Who has a dog here? Anyone Me. have a dog? Okay. Imagine every single time you took a hit of a cigarette, it went into the dog's face. Oh yeah, no. You wouldn't take a hit of a cigarette, right? Nope. Okay, even though you, let's say you love cigarettes because I love wine, it just feels something weird about like. You think your baby would come out being an alcoholic? No, <laughs> no, no, that's not what I think. Could In be. fact, I don't judge that's anyone that wants to do anything. It's just you just don't like want it when you're pregnant, and that's really weird for My me to say. My mother smoked and drank when I was. And look how perfect you came and out. Per- perfect in every I way. I should they get what right your mother did. Your mother did it right. I mean, nobody ever said anything then. Everyone's so paranoid these days. This is got to the point where everything is too paranoid you can't do anything you can't do you should see the list of stuff that you can't do now it's insane we didn't tell anybody for five months because we knew as soon as we did all the crazy advice comes in like the other day where you get a green juice people want is it pasteurized i don't fucking know it's green juice it's not gonna it's it's, it's organic you can't have fish you can't be in a room where there's paint like what the hell do you think they did this in the 50s everyone came out normal somewhat yeah well (laughs) somewhat normal somewhat i mean normal yeah I think they're cooler. So I want to know, what do you guys think is the recipe to your success when it comes to real estate? We have totally different ways. Mine is I totally focus on customer service and I keep it very, it's a small shop for me, for sure. So like I'm hands on, like I don't have an assistant. Sometimes I borrow one of his, usually Wiley, Wiley Coyote. But I I do everything from the first meeting to the marketing, to the advertising, to writing the offer, the counter offers, holding their hand, being their therapist. And when you're one person, you can only do that so with so many deals. So I have a small shop. I'll never be as you know big or successful financially as Josh, but I like how I roll. I like how, how I do things. About we share money. I'm talking about I have my own career though, so it's the same oh, I thing. You were talking about oh, okay. And what do you think is the secret to success? Okay, let's say we go to on vacation. Okay, we're in the south of France. I love talking to people. I love to kibbit. It makes me excited. That's fun for me. Like Bobby just doesn't doesn't want to be like don't talk. You're forgetting to him on your vacation. number one thing of why you're so successful. No, this is what I'm saying. This is I think because I socialize and I you know I was at Ralph Lauren the other day. One of the biggest people in the world. I can't say the name. Worth four billion dollars. You know what does it rhyme with? I know I literally cannot say this one. I, and Mouth I'm being it good. to us. No, the no, initials. Give us the initials. <laughs> you wouldn't know the initials. But anyway, Mariah it's not Warren Buffett. But anyway. Yeah. No, anyway. But literally, like, we're putting an offer on a $25 million house. Like, just from shopping for curtains at Ralph Lauren. You know what that shows you? You have to shop more. Well, you know what? The curtains are hundred grand. The commission's $1.2 million, So I really scored. Yeah, but just in case there's anybody listening that actually wants advice is... There's a lot of people that kibitz or talk or social and they, they can't even close a deal to save their life. Why you're so successful is that out of, what, the 30,000 agents or whatever, 100,000 agents we have in Southern California that are trying to sell something, you have a knowledge that like supersedes whatever they have. Like, oh, no, oh, I'm, not, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. It's See, true. I find, I find that both of you are extremely professional. You don't realize how I professional don't. you are. I don't think you I'm professional great, at all. But you are. <laughs> no, I get to the point. But you, like, have a, you have a great reputation. But professional is different. Professional won't sit with a client and within five minutes go, fuck you, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. That's not professional. But it <laughs> well, works. But you don't talk to clients like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That's what they come back. Not in a mean way. I'm like, fuck you. You have no idea what you're talking about. You're going to buy this house instead. They like it. You just got to be like casual. I hate when I'm so it's like you go to Saks and you want to buy a pair of underwear and the person's following you around. It's like, fuck off. Get Let me buy my underwear on my own. If I need your help, I will come to you. I hate when they go, can we help you? And they come back four times. It's just like, that's so salesman. The key to selling is to not sell, is to make them feel like you are not 
trying to push it on them. And the key to selling is when they say, I really like this house. And if you don't like it, say, this is what's wrong with the house. No, no, no. It's kind of psychology. It's like making them not it's think like that you're- It's like a romance. Yeah. You have to it's kind of like how I got Michael. Yeah. The Aww. strategy sounds familiar. No, but it's true. <laughs> I mean, trying to sell by selling, it sounds counterintuitive, is the wrong way. Like anytime we bring somebody on for this business and they're going and they're so hungry to get this, I'm like, listen, it's not going to work. Like you have to be able to, you, you have to be willing to walk away. I always say to act like a poodle, act aloof. It's so works. Cute. It works poodles. in everything. I love poodles too. Just be like, meh, meh. Could take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. You know, I'm, my life's going to go on with or without you. Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't think like that. I will nail the deal, but I, no, I will, but I will walk away. You're very professional. You both of you are. He's more professional. I'm not, I don't think I'm professional, but. But you make more money. So there you go. It's your knowledge. It has nothing to do with, if I had your knowledge, I'd be a billionaire because I am so professional. And I think people do respect that. Like when I walk in, you're the most important person in the room. I'm not. So I don't talk about myself a lot. I don't give my accolades. I'm like, I'm there to like build you up and make you feel important. Do you know where... who Pierre Burge was? Pierre yes. Burge. Okay, so you probably knew him. Let me guess. No, I didn't. Really? Somebody? I'm going to put that one down. <laughs> Did you know Yves Saint Laurent? Yes. Okay. Same thing. Anyway, Pierre Burge <laughs> was his do. husband or his you know lover at the time, but he was his muse. He basically said, so Bobby's like my muse. That's important. Thank you, dear. I guess it's about that anniversary time again. Do I get a blowjob tonight? Oh, uh, no. Only Hanukkah. Hanukkah. <laughs> Hanukkah Harry. What's the secret to a great blowjob? Oh, man. He's really I'm good. actually really, well. Am I going to get in trouble from Bob uh, on the oh network my... for talking? Like, no, you can do this on podcast, no. right? You, you can do whatever you Wait, want. Wait, I need like specifics. Like Sex with Emily came on here and told me all about, what's it called? A ferlanium? But what? What's it called, Michael? Really? No, it's, just, it's a part of the penis. It's a part of the penis. There's this one little tiny part that you're supposed to rub when you're giving a BJ. And Where she is you're actually supposed to lick it. Does it work when you're masturbating too? No, no. Yeah, you could do it when you're masturbating, but it's more of like you've you got to hire somebody to, lick it. to come in there and do Nikki, it for will you. Buy yeah. my so I want to like get specific <laughs> and graphic on what's the, the key. <laughs> I'm actually teaching both of our best friends who's, we, I guess we won't say because of the wife, but they're no, on, they're James on the, Harris on my show. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm really friendly with his wife as well. And when we go on vacation, I'm like, come on, you got to give him more blowjobs. She's like, ugh, I don't really like it. I don't want to. So I teach all the wives how to how to give them. Teach all the audience now. Well, I can't really teach it because it's okay, radio. Give us a little bit, like a but little. The thing is you can't treat it like it's a porcelain doll. Like a guy wants, you An know. An aggressive one. They want it. Like stop, don't act like, like if you're a guy, don't act like the husband. And tell them how much act, you like it. You act say, like, yeah, it's, daddy, a, you act like, like it's a one you night like stand. That, so this is the only shot you got. This is one night stand where, you know, you need a lot of saliva and Michael you need a lot of sound the, effects. Uh, Michael called me the Hoover Dam the other night. So I should take that as a compliment. <laughs> that is a compliment. Not the Hoover yeah. Dam, the Hoover Vacuum. Oh, the yeah. Yeah, Hoover Vacuum. <laughs> well, I was like, what well, are you, a fucking Hoover, Hoover like, well, Vacuum? Well, the Hoover Dam would mean that he got you really wet, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> Listen, now she would be the Hoover. I have damn. no complaints in that department. It's fine. It's good. I think it's one of the keys of the successful marriage. For sure. I don't mind doing it. I, I don't mind know, doing it either. I don't either. No, I, like I don't it. mind it at all. I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I see like sometimes these girls on these forums and they say like, oh, I'm not doing that. My husband, I'm like, no, I don't and mind it. All my, like 10 out of 10, my friends like, oh, that ain't going to work. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, like, it's listen, not. you can't not want to participate in sexual acts with your. If you're going to have a monogamous relationship, yes. then don't cry if someone you're steps have a monog- out. Monogamous well, some, relationship, we've got to bring in three other people. Well, hello? <laughs> I'm all for sister husbands or Not sister wives or whatever you call it. I used to be it. such a whore when I was you know, single or whatever. I would never let that into our relationship. Too many dynamics. We had Dr. Drew on this show and we were talking about it because we've we had some people on this show that have talked about being in open relationships where like, the guy goes and actually has other girlfriends. The girl has other boyfriends. They they connect oh, wow. and like to the point where like that's gr- poly though, right? Okay, but I, you know the problem is is that I think that you get two people and the, like say you two are on the same page on that. The problem is you get this third person 
and all of a sudden you have this other dynamic where they catch feelings or we they want to jump in. We have a friend, no names, that literally is in a relationship with three girls and one dude. It's well, it's not weird. I actually get it. It's just whatever they choose to do. There's a there's a, there's a a young there's a young <laughs> there's a young heterosexual you know couple that I know in Orange County. They're I mean they're like you two. Like they're the epitome. You're the hottest chick, the hottest dude, right? They don't need to step out. They found like the epitome and they're open and they're getting married. What? Like meaning when he travels, he can do whatever he wants. When she travels, she yeah, can do whatever she wants. Weird. And I'm like, see how long this one I think whatever works. I think everyone's different. I, I have no works. judgments about it. I'm just saying that when you add a third, there's a whole new dynamic because you don't know what that like that person could say. I hey, I'm fine. Well, in that instance, and that instance, rich one on dialysis. No, I don't want that. In that instance, you're not adding a third though. Because it's a don't ask, don't tell. What's You're not your type? That let's, pu- let's put it out there to manifest. I, love, I have a very high standards. So I have to be breathing. <laughs> <laughs> What's your type? From Hillcrest to Hillside. I like really gorgeous, hot-looking guys. Okay. I've always liked much younger men. Okay. The man that I date now is about 15 years younger than I am. So you're dating someone. Well, he's a, just a sort of a friend. But I'm saying I haven't had a, a real... A real major romance in years. Well, Why we gotta find anybody. How can we not find someone I never someone find you? anyone. No, she wants the problem is guys die before women, so there's no you know, you don't have to. That's what Joan Rivers used to always say. She was like, All of the good ones are dead. Why don't you try Tinder? I'm on Tinder. Are you really? Yes, they all look like axe murderers. (laughs) (laughs) She could always try grinder. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You said you would marry grinder. Squirt. I'd be do better on grinder. Tinder is really tacky. Technically we're together of Tinder, because remember I swiped or whatever. We wouldn't have like I mean, technically. One of my friends growing up actually was with the founder of Tinder, so I'm from seventh grade. Went to school with me. Does he get a lot of chicks on Tinder? He just got married. Why don't you give them the real tea? He, he was on Tinder while he was in a relationship. Oh yeah, that's why I thought they were broken up because I never wanted to date with them because I'm like, but I wasn't still looking a for a boyfriend. I was looking for a fuck. He was looking for somebody to sell their house. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> How, how do you guys keep it spicy in the romance department when you guys are so busy working? We have desert months where nothing is happening. Okay. And, and then, then oh, and the well is dry. Vacation is good always because yeah. for vacation me, is I'm, only, I'm only really into it after the gym or in the afternoon. In the mornings, he sleeps until he literally has to run out of the house. True. So that doesn't happen. Like with some exes, we used to work out together. So you'd do it right after. That doesn't happen with us. And then at night, he comes home later than me. Well, you know, those years have passed where I'm going to like what about an take a shot of Red Bull just to like do it. So what about an appointment? Can we schedule? Not scheduling sex. That's it's stupid. That's not hot. No. No, sorry. So that's not hot. We're working through a lot of issues here. Yeah. So I try to keep when, when we're because as we've had a lot of stress, but like when we're in a good place, I either like to like I'll dress up certain things and like surprise them or watch porn together. But for me, this is the longest relationship I've ever had. So it is hard to be like, yeah, let me rip and like pull your pants down. I'm like, I've seen it. Is that weird? He has old videos of him like hooking up with guys and I really enjoy watching them. He will never let me watch them. But when we first got together, I'd be like, yeah, let me see this. This is so hot. He will not let me see them anymore. You I think that is the hottest thing. Would you be upset if you saw a video of like Oh, dude? yes. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I don't, uh, I don't no, think no. he'd be too happy. I don't think that translates. <laughs> no, it's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, it's something I was thinking about last night. This is really interesting. By the way, but I also wasn't being penetrated in these like videos. Gay guys like to look at gay porn, obviously, because they like dudes. Why do straight dudes like to look at straight porn? If you think about it, you're watching a dude and his dick. I like, like Wouldn't you just want to watch lesbian porn? Well, because you don't think about it as his. You think about it, I think, as yours, right? Yeah. Like you're not, but you still have to look at a dick. I don't want to watch straight porn and look at a vagina. That's a good point, Well, actually. I watch straight porn when I masturbate. 
You're so weird. I go on moving on. I just like, wouldn't you only want to watch lesbian porn? No, uh, because I mean, listen, lesbian porn's fine sometimes, but it's just it's there's nothing there, right? It's just like two bodies rubbing together. If I'm watching porn, it's lesbian porn for yeah. sure. Well, because the chicks, because yeah. it's yeah. weird. Yeah, this is weird. So like, girls yeah. are into that, I think, more than straight. I'd, and rather, straight see, I'd rather see two guys and see two girls. <laughs> I have no interest in girls. Yeah, why would you want to watch lesbian porn? I Are you into that? Watch, I always would watch rather watch lesbian porn. Me? Not, wouldn't, How would that wouldn't get, bother? What did I tell you? I, I said at the beginning listen, of this thing, this we're going to a relationship. Not to change the subject, but they have a, when you go to the Cannes Film Festival, they at that particular time, they have a porn convention that runs... Simultaneously, meet a guy yes, there. It is. You know, I'm booking my so ticket. Friend, oh, that's so a friend of mine, friend of mine was like this international, international distributor for porn. So I don't know this. I'm at the Cannes Film Festival the first time. He said, "Oh, we're going to see this porno at ten o'clock in the morning." I what? Thought, okay, <laughs> sounds like a good concept. Sounds like my regular so morning. We, and there's a complete, there's a complete theater of buyers, you know. And oh they're looking God. at this, and I'm saying to myself, this is 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm watching this. Like, this is not one person moved. It was like, I think we can sell this in Sweden. I think we can sell this. And they were like very, they weren't even turned on for it. Then we went all day long. I watched porn. I said, this is it. I can't take it anymore. I can't, I can't look at it. Like, there's comedy pornos. There were European pornos. <laughs> I mean, there's pornos everywhere. I met the guy that was like the number one in Sweden. I guess they have huge pornos. In, it was one so of my cast members, a million tall. I mean, no, 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 no. I live in <laughs> a totally true. different don't, world. Don't. Why didn't you meet a guy there? Why didn't I meet a guy there? Uh, I actually think I did meet a guy there. I, I was like, were they too the hot? During the Nikki Haskell show days, I was in the Philippines. Oh, this is the, by the way, she offered me to interview Amelda Marcos the other day. No, you asked me, can you get to the Philippines to meet Madame Marcos? And I said, yes. And we, I said, he said, well, let's go and we'll interview her. I said, let's go. I'll pay. We'll go. We'll stay at the peninsula and we will have lunch with Imelda Marcos and we will look at her shoe collection. Honey, the shoe collection is a bullshit story. <laughs> she, By the way, the viewers might not know who Imelda Marcos the, and the, Fernando Marcos were the rulers of the Philippines. And right. there was a time where they, she was known for having 4,000 pairs but of shoes. That's because, shoes. I mean, I don't have any respect for any woman that doesn't have at least 300 pairs of shoes. Okay, fine. But she also okay. plundered the country, didn't she? She Good did luck. not plunder the country. Why did they get kicked out of office? They got kicked out because another because another party came in and they decided they didn't like him. They staged his murder. They killed Aquino. Uh, Coming out of the uh, the airplane, nobody even knew who Aquino was. I don't even know what Aquino is. He was the one that got shot, and then his sister came in and took over, and everybody felt sorry for. Okay, her. come back over here. Come back. Okay, we're, we're getting we're getting in the weeds here. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I, knew, I knew this was going to happen. I have a question. What, darling? Back in the studio, fifty four days. What did people do for porn? What do you mean? What did they do for porn? There's was there porn? Por- I'm, sure. Was there porn? Do yeah. not break. My Can doctor, by the way, said the other day to me, he said, porn is really bad because you can't like get into your mind because you're focusing only on what you're watching. By the way, just FYI. Everybody always said that there was so much sex and everything going on. Yeah, they said it was happening in the club. Yeah, but I never saw it. But then again, there's a very famous picture of me standing <laughs> on the dance floor with my arms up. And underneath it, it said, I never saw anybody doing drugs at Studio 54. And underneath my right arm, there's two guys with Coke spoons in their nose. <laughs> so I was like oblivious to everything. You then, really didn't know there was cocaine. Well, you know, I mean, I never really paid any attention to it because I never did need she drugs. She told me yeah. never once in her life did she try it. Can you imagine I never tried it once? Me you either. That's why we once. get along. No, no, no. Well, maybe no once interest. just to see what it was all about. Nope. No, no. I have no interest in it. People used to go down in the basement. I never want to go into the basement. Send me down. Yeah, my drug of choice is alcohol. Yeah, me too. Red wine. Yeah, that's I'm nice. a vodka girl. Nicotinis. Oh she yeah, t- what's the nicotini again? Mandarin orange. orange, club soda, slice of orange, little piece of mint in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> 
You it's dress very, it up. very chic. No, but I'm saying no, I'm Studio thirsty. 54. I was in the documentary on Studio 54. And you look at the documentary and you say to yourself, I must have been in another Studio 54. It was so much fun. They said it was sexually free. Like, you know, but there really, were no labels in there. Maybe it was a little overrated, this whole thing. Maybe it, it wasn't It wasn't really overrated like- as a club. It was overrated as a sexual experience. I'm sure that... People got laid in the club. I mean, there's no two ways about that. Whether they were in Steve Rebell's office or whether they were in the balcony, whatever it was. A lot of people went there to get laid, I'm sure. I went there to dance. I mean, I was having a great time. I was up in the balcony, out in the <laughs> DJ booth. I was dancing on the floor with 82 guys with poppers. I mean, I was having a great time. <laughs> oh, so you were into poppers. I wasn't into them, but they were there. Poppers are great, by the Pop- way, with poppers sex. Poppers used to be great. I've never tried that. You should They used to call them whippets. What's They're the great. poppers? These oh, anal nitrates. These are people that have. That's what they're on. Anal Wait, but, nitrate. But anal nitrates. It, um, they, they were big seconds. in the straight community for the longest time, like back in the seventies. They yes. were called whippets back then. But in the gay community, I don't know how they became cleaner. the poppers. But it relaxes you. So, like, if you're gonna bottom, it just relaxes everything, and that's it's easier. But now everybody's doing it. It's I like, don't think they do my, it anymore. My friends do used they? to make fun we of me. Have it? Yeah, I in love the little them. Little yellow cans. I like them yeah, when no, I masturbate. They're like a little... You should try them when you masturbate. I'll have to get some pointers. No, I'll have to get some. Oh, you could get them at pleasure chests. It's not like it's one of those weird things. You know, I used to be able to buy them at the drugstore. You could buy them. You could buy them anywhere. They're not illegal. They should be. They are. They're illegal in England. It's VCR cleaner. Hold on, hold on. I got to ask my producer Taylor. Have you ever tried a popper? But he—he's gonna write that down on his list. You should just get some little pleasure chest. Okay. Give it to him. I'll I share it to my like baby shower. Five seconds yeah. of a, of an ultimate high, then it disappears. That's all it it's is. It's more of for like a best, sexual uh, high. I, may I give you a couple of ideas for for baby showers? Sure. You should have a baby shower where they bring you all sex toys. That sounds fun. I did one of those. In fact, I, I was with Ivana Trump. It was the day after the Northridge earthquake. She's a big Democrat, by the way. <laughs> and we were, I actually am a Democrat. What? You're like a, a huge Trumpo. I'm, I voted for Donald Trump, but I was I was a registered Democrat. I was I voted for the Clintons. I was at the White House many times with the Clintons. I was there with the Reagans. I mean, I voted. Well, the Reagans were not Democrats. I, I understand that. I vote across party lines. Okay. I said we ha- let's go to the pleasure chest. <laughs> Right, nice. This is right after the Northridge earthquake. With Ivana Trump. Yes. Okay. She says I definitely don't want to go there. She said if we go. She said, I'm, I'm going to be spotted, and i that's the last thing I want to do is to go to this place. They said, no, no, don't be ridiculous. So we go in, and there are dildos all the way across <laughs> this counter, right? And and just then, there's an aftershock, and I'm standing there, and this entire rack of condoms falls on top of me, right? And I'm lying on the floor, the pleasure chest, and the thing is shaking like this, and the dildos are like flying <laughs> Around you and Ivana Trump, right? And she and this drag queen, uh, like that looks like it looks like Lady Buddy, nice. comes over and goes, Ivana Trump. <laughs> I never heard the end. She has a giant dildo on her. She's like, told you. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. You have so many stories that was, that was during really the Northridge earthquake. <laughs> the next two days later, after why that, did you guys go? By the way, because we had to go to this baby shower, and the and they they wanted you to bring a sex toy as a gift. Oh my God! You know, edible underpants and stuff. By the like way, that. I don't get that. I I bought a pair of those one time. It just tastes like you're eating up a they're, fruit roll up. They're not for men. I know, but you can eat them. <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> I didn't buy it for the sex. I wanted to taste it. Oh. So just switching it up. What is a book, a resource, a podcast that you guys would recommend? Let's leave our audience with something more than condoms and dildos. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> not that that's not fab. Well, the only podcast that I listen to is yours. 
Nikki and of course, he has walk. he has a show on YouTube that I watch all the time, and I've been doing quite a few shows with with them on on YouTube. Yeah, you should watch our vlog. It's not we have a vlog. It's really good. it's YouTube.com/slash/JoshFlag. So do you guys film everything? Yeah, all the time. Have, Nikki and I and our friend Alex Hitz did a cooking show the other day. Alex is known as like the number one host in America and one of the best chefs. He's actually on the Today Show today. Right. Today, yeah. today, we do that. Sometimes we do we do really funny stuff. We did the exercise thing for the Star Cruncher. Yep. That was fun. I think that's smart that you have your YouTube channel, you have your show. It sounds like your Instagram's huge. Well, YouTube is the stuff that the channel is the stuff that I can't really do on the show. Not can't. It's just it's not related to real estate. So like me dressing up, you know, or door knocking in Beverly Hills. We do it for fun. Yeah. And you can control the whole thing. You can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to link it all out. We're going to put it on the in the bio so you guys can know everybody to listen. Well, we should be on YouTube, too, with your show. I don't know. Why don't you just do that, too? I am on YouTube. We I mean, have- do you shoot it live? Should you shoot your podcast live and put them on YouTube? This is mainly on Instagram story and Instagram TV, but, but I have YouTube where I do, like, skin. A lot of skin stuff. Oh, nice. I have. It's so good. I actually have a belt that I bought with the, the Goyard pattern like that, but it doesn't fit me now. I can't even put uh, holes in it. It's so sad. Like, Why I, are you looking skinny? I was, when we got married, I was, <laughs> actually, when we first got together, I was 122. That's God maybe damn. too skinny, though. Yeah. yeah, I think. My good weight is it was 135. Very I'm 155 now. I think I sh- you look good. I'm mm. always on a diet. My life is a diet. Well, that's your industry. I know, but I'm, I was on a diet from the day I was born. My mother put me on a diet. <laughs> do you get, but do you That's have, a whole other podcast. I do get hungry. And you won't eat it? Whatever. Well, I try not. I'm, I'm a cookie candy ice cream person, so I never have them in the house. Mm. Smart. It wouldn't last more than five minutes. I ate two when I get last night. when I get candy for Christmas oh, and people yeah. are giving me oh. boxes of candy, it's a toss up between me throwing them down the or toilet and eating them. No, they never get make it to the regift department. Oh. I eat one, then I say, "Well, I'll just have one." Then I start throwing them down the toilet and eating them at the same time. <laughs> I'll eat this one. I'll throw out that one. You know You'll throw it up and then regurgitate it. No, I, no, I, I eat one and throw one out. It's like a game. I'll, like a game. I'll eat this one and throw that one out. You're not going to want to come to the new house then when you see my candy store. I saw the candy store you have and I walked by like this. That's like yeah. a pop-up shop. It's a real candy store. No, we have a real... Legitimate. Oh, which candy? Who do you, whose candy do you like? Alan Wirtz? C's? No I, no, I buy it from like a candy depot. C's candy is my favorite. Grew up on it. We have M&M's with our faces on it, our But I have every kind of candy like from when you were a child. So it's just, I mean... You're nostalgic. Yes. It's like a hundred and... I have like a hundred and five like vintage looking candy jars. Do you... Do you eat it or you just leave it there? Yeah, I had to start my diet today, so I relate to you. I'm a, I started my diet yesterday. I was like, no more. I can't do it because I've gained. Michael like, doesn't have to worry about diet. He has no attachment to food. Really? really? You don't None. like food? Jealous. No, I like food. I just don't like pine over it. Nope, nothing. Oh. You don't crave like Indian I food. I dream about it. No, never, never lose, heard him say it. We've been together pounds. for 12 years. No, no, listen, I've never heard if him I, say it. If, if I know I'm going to a great restaurant, I get really excited. But like, No, he doesn't. You know, I do. I no, do. you don't. I always take you to good restaurants. You have never, when I'm eating the best, like most delicious cookie in bed, you don't ask for a bite. You don't, you don't care about So food. you and I are supposed to be married then. Yeah. What's your favorite restaurant? I'm liking this. In LA? Yeah. <sighs> I love Medeo. Oh, the best. Mm. I um, like Medeo's. The veal yeah. cart there, by the way, you have to order that. It's not on the menu. It's, uh, but to be honest, like I, there isn't one that I'm like, cr- like I don't have a craving one right now that I can think of. No, we need a whole re-up. You know, yeah, I feel like, like we need Yeah, Dantana's is good. Craig's is, I mean, Nikki I and I Craig's. go there all the time. We I eat at three restaurants, Craig's, Craig's, and Craig's. Well, there you go. <laughs> He's That's gonna, her he's gonna love that. That's her jam. I like you I like Craig's. old like I like uh, La Dolce Vita. You've got to go there. I've never tried that. You mentioned that. Yeah, it's very best. nice. It's you, have to, you have to sort of wash as you're walking. Is there so many walkers in the doorway? 
<laughs> what do you mean? Well, it's Old geriatrics, people. but it's great. Oh, I love but geriatrics. There actually, are, there actually are walkers in the dorm I'm retirement oh, yeah, home vibes, for sure. I want retirement home vibes But all it's around. really cool. It's like, there's no windows. It's all brick inside. It's like, Ooh. it looks like an Sinatra old Italian mob restaurant. It's the like Reagan's crazy. Everyone. It was a George Raft. Oh, that sounds can, good. Can you guys give us a whole, li- we need a list. Can we, you guys we're have a short list. Got to go to the grill. The grill is great. That's a power lunch place. Never been there. Used to be. It's good. Soho House. This is good. I've only I remember there. I've literally gone there like once. I love That's why I won't maybe let him do a member. I saw her there the other day. When you I was guys up saw there. each other? Yeah. Oh, but I, well, I, remember. I saw you. I couldn't I couldn't get up because I was in this meeting, but I saw you and I went. I, I never use it. I really should. I go there all the time. I didn't even know they had that restaurant on the other side. I was only been in the bar side. Oh, oh the I new love, one? I go there all the time. Oh, you just joined? And Tuesday, no, Tuesday's half a, oh. price, Tuesday's half price Tuesday if you're a founding member. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe we can rent out the theater. half price at Right. You can double dip. Oh, Chaconis? There's another one. I don't really. No, I'm not no, crazy no. about Chaconis. I'm not either. Don't, I don't send dislike them there. it. I like the Tower Bar. I mean, oh, we forgot Tower Bar. Yeah. That is, Tower bar is you said you have favorite. a sweet tooth, right? Best yeah. ice cream sign day. Because you can make them. You can like, pick what everything you want. Where? So, what is it called? At the Tower Bar. Yeah. So it's an ice cream sundae that you get to make. And they come like how they used to, like real portions. So my friend Brandon and I go all the time. And we just, it's the best ice cream sundae. I'm like, really add are. the Butterfinger, add the cookies, add this, add four scoops of Sounds ice cream, good. hot fudge, like whipped cream. See, when you stand on a touch of food, when I hear that, I get hungry for it. But I'm just not like sitting around thinking about it. All well, right. he's not. Anyways, we, we, you know, we've learned a lot about each other. Do you eat in the middle of the night? Do you get up and eat at night? Me too. Right I now I do. Last do you? Night. What are you eating? Right now I'm waking up at every hour hungry. What do you eat? I like a sandwich right now, but like a plain sandwich with pepperoncinis and like avocado <laughs> and sprouts. It's so good. Yeah. So, so, so are you finding that you're eating so habits are changing? A little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely craving more carb. I had tuna really? last night with like a 12 a.m. with like salt. Uh, you know the best is uh, garlic salt from Lowry's. Uh, the best. Lemon salt. Pe- oh my God, it's, it's the best. so good. You know what I, I've really been craving during this pregnancy? Life cereal with almond milk. Wow. All the, I know. I love life cereal, but not the almond milk. I don't, I'm not a cereal person. Oh, I can't stop eating cereal. Anyway, that's a whole different really? podcast. Mm, pretty pebbles. Really? My good. mom only ate salmon and Cheerios when, I I was, when she was pregnant with me. And guess what? I don't like. Nikki's telling me not to eat cereal now. So now I can't eat anything. <laughs> you eat fruit in the morning, yogurt. Ugh. I hate them. I, I hate fruit. You shouldn't eat cereal. Okay. It's Does cr- fruit fill it? you? I hate it's fruit. It's so good, it's though. It's the healthy version it, of life, though. It's the healthy I, version. I ate a hard boiled egg. That's good. I like that. All right. So. So, anybody that spends the night with me always gets a great breakfast in the morning. You just told me you couldn't get late or you wouldn't you couldn't get a boyfriend. I just said if somebody wants to be my boyfriend, there's a uh, gift with purchase. She's, she's pitching or something. Be my boyfriend and you get breakfast in bed. I'm I'm like Taylor's that. Taylor's in. Taylor, our producer's in. Perfect. Yeah. Cereal, Where do you, nice. oh, you like cereal? Well, I'll, I'll make sure you get some cereal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pimp yourself out, Bobby, to the audience. Where can everyone find you on Instagram? Oh, they could find me. It's uh, B Boyd LA. So B B O Y D L A. Uh, my website's coming next month. It's going to be bobbyboydla.com. It's going to be real estate porn. No. Real, that's what it's called. It's like what? real oh, estate, real estate like porn. Listings. It's going to be men's fashion, lifestyle, and entertaining, and things like that. It's Maybe be fun. tips on how to give a BJ. Uh, well, and then. You want then some traffic to the site, so let's I'm going to have a whole different career after this. Yeah. Actually, I say we release a sex tape. I keep asking him. Nobody it's wants an orgy. to see that. I don't know why you won't do it. It's not our fault Pimp that somebody had a out, camera Josh. in the window. It's like a violation <laughs> of our privacy. It's not our fault that they released it. Josh, what's your, what's your Instagram handle? It's just Josh Flag. What is it? Josh Flag 1. I can't even remember. It's Josh Flag. Because some idiot won't give me Josh Flag back. So it's you Josh. won't give me back Nikki, Nikki Haskell. Yeah, I, some guy in Siberia Mine's, owns Yeah, it's name. a Saskatchewan. Anyway. Do the Josh Flag then. It's just Josh Flag 1 and it's YouTube.com slash Josh Flag. Okay. And Nikki? I'm big. 
Big Nick BH, and I'm at Nikki Haskell on Facebook. But Instagram. Big Nick BH is where you need. We need to like do the follow. Big yeah, Nick BH. B, my, yeah, I, I post a lot of things, a lot of videos. She's a hoot on Instagram. You you do it very well. Oh, thanks. We could all take a. We couple were doing things. a video this morning in the lobby. It was yeah, fun. we did. We did one. We just did one. You're you're great. Thank you guys for coming nice on. That was, that was an eclectic us. conversation. I feel like <laughs> if you designed a house, this is the podcast would represent that house. Yeah, do you usually like do you get ever boring customers at customers and yeah, you're like us. people on really good ones? <laughs> Wait, are we like a like on the a, show? Yeah. Do we get some duds? Yeah. Sure. Are we like a seven what or do eight? Do? What are we? No, no, no. This is great. great. I, I told you, I said that at the end of this, we're gonna get we're gonna know each other a lot like better. A we, we covered what do we we covered blowjobs, covered remodel, we, we went through childhood trauma, depression, we got through a lot Nikki, we've gone through dating life, gone through a lot of things. We learned about porn. We learned about Ivanka Trump getting dildo. We learned them. about yeah. whippets, Ivana, corn poppers, Ivana. And, uh, <laughs> and they weren't thrown at her. This they is just they fell on her. <laughs> this podcast is technically around. in the self improvement category, so I'm hoping. No, I call this podcast checks mix. You never know what you're going to get. I like that. Mm, I like okay. It. Well, thanks right. for coming on, guys. We love you. Thank you. Also, uh, you should know that this whole entire podcast will be up on YouTube. You guys, it's at YouTube.com/slash Josh Flag. Do you edit it down? Because we're more than an hour. Yeah, but don't ask questions right now. We'll just let it flow. Yes, you were correct. Okay, so you can see this on YouTube too if you want. You can see a fabulous Big Nick BH. Big Nick BH. Big Nick BH. All right, thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for having us. I've got to go. Got to go meet the president. Since we're very in the Christmas spirit over here at the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, we are giving away a little goodie bag full of fun TSC-esque goodies. All you have to do is tell us your favorite part of this wild episode on my latest Instagram at the Skinny Confidential, and obviously make sure you rated and reviewed the show. Takes five seconds on iTunes. Again, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you guys on Friday. This episode is brought to you by Ritual. You guys know I'm a human guinea pig and I'm still here taking Ritual and loving it, okay? It's filled with iron, vitamin E, magnesium, folate, and omega-3. Kind of everything. It's made in the USA without synthetic fillers. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis, so Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com slash skinny today to choose clean ingredients backed by science. Sign up now at ritual.com slash skinny.